Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right. Let's do this one more time. This is the final in a 32-part series of myself, Matt Williamson, Locked on NFL Podcast, breaking down each team's off-seasons. And we started from 32. We have gotten down to one, which is the Cleveland Brownies, my former employer. Um, and things aren't good here. Oh, um, uh, by the way, I had somebody ask about the Packers, you know, that they're not, I saw all these, I love your series, where's the Packers? Well, they were first. And right when they were eliminated from the championship game, I did one, I think, that Tuesday on State of the Packers. And that was kind of what got me into this. So they don't fit the order, but everybody else does. Um, I urge you to check that out, Packers fans, spread the word. Uh, I want some iTunes feedback from you guys. I'm also at Williamson NFL on Twitter. But we are here right now to talk about the Browns. And I just finished the Niners. I'd rather be in the Brown shoes than the Niners. I mean, I feel like they're one year ahead in the total rebuild, start from scratch move, you know. And for those who don't know, they have the first pick in the draft, they have the 12th pick in the draft, they have gobs and gobs and gobs of cap space. They've got extra picks throughout the draft. They have great draft capital. Um, they did use some of it to add Jamie Collins, who they locked up. Personally, I would have franchised Terrell Pryor. Not that he's necessarily worth the franchise tag. That's debatable. But I think you let high-end talent walk out of your building is not something this team can afford. You know, that, yeah, I know you drafted a million receivers last year. And I like Coleman, but I want to see Pryor and Coleman together. I would have franchised him and done everything to lock him up, even if it meant overspending in that particular instance, because the upside's great and you let that guy walk for nothing, which I think he will, uh, is a real problem. I've told you guys several times, this is the team that I think needs to get Garoppolo. That I'm a big Garoppolo fan. I know we're hearing he's not getting traded, yada, yada, yada. Uh, I don't buy that. I think that the Browns have more to offer than any team to pry him away. And if it was that second first-round pick is basically where I draw the line. You know, I, I think if you ask the Patriots, you gave them all true serum and said, what's the best thing we could ever get for Garoppolo? I think they would say 12 overall. And I think the Browns, if you came gave them true serum and said, what's the most you would give up when it's all said and done for Garoppolo? When all the haggling hits the, is, is in the past and you've tried to get him for two seconds and things like that. I think it's 12 overall. I mean, if you ask it, all you Patriot fans out there, would you trade Jimmy Garoppolo for O.J. Howard straight up? You know, yeah, yeah, you would. Or second or third best pass rusher in this draft? Yeah, I think you would. Um, there, So Cleveland, to me, is the, the, the team that should land him inevitably. And I'll probably be a little bit critical if they don't, to be honest. Um, they're going to take Miles Garrett with that first pick. The combine even just affirmed that that's you know the smart move. The, I wouldn't it would take me a lot to trade out of there if I were them. So 
I wouldn't condemn them for taking a Trubisky or so with their second first-round pick. I mean, to me, that would make some sense. But I probably, if I can't get Garoppolo, I'd probably go more of the Tyrod Taylor route. Um, Kessler's been, I mean, he's perfect for your number two and with some upside. Griffin doesn't really matter, neither does Hogan. And I'd be shocked if Griffin's even on the roster when it all said and done. Um, or even Glennon, and it wouldn't be bad. I mean, you got a lot of money. I mean, Taylor, Glennon, Garoppolo would be the, the three I would look at the most. And within the back of your head saying, we're probably going to be pretty bad, and we still might draft the best quarterback in the draft or the second best quarterback in the draft a year from now or even two years from now and trade Tyrod Taylor. You know, I mean, uh, that's a possibility. Um, I think Garoppolo is the best chance to be the guy, though, of those that group. You know, we talked about the receivers, kind of skipped around here. They still have guys like Rashad Higgins and Ricardo Lewis and Jordan Payton. I mean, they drafted a ton of them last year. Can't say any of them really excite me uh, of that group, except for Coleman. So another receiver might be in order. And it's the same thing in San Francisco. If you listen, if you just finished watching, listen to the Niners podcast, this is going to be really similar. Is every position needs something and you bring in youth, and you bring in upside, you bring in draft picks, and you keep this productive struggle going. You know, my buddy Ryan McDowell says. Um, running back position, I can live with. I like Duke Johnson a lot. I think Crowell's okay at best. But if Fournette's sitting there at 12, and he's the top guy on your board, do it. You know, there's no qualms about, you know, don't let Isaiah Crowell stop you from adding a franchise back. Same with Barnage. I mean, I think he's a quality player, but there's very little behind him. And if you did decide to draft O.J. Howard at 12, great, do it. Pair him with Barnage, you know, and Barnage isn't going to be there much longer. I mean, he's an older dude. (coughs) There's, you know, more to like. You know, there's more here that you don't like when you start looking at the offensive line, too. I mean, can Sean Coleman, last year's third-round pick, be a starting right tackle? Maybe. Greco's okay. You could do worse. Irving's been a bust at center, but probably will be his job again. Maybe you bring in an older center guard-type guy just to challenge this, you know, that crew. Joel Batonio's your most important and long-term investment solid left guard. Joe Thomas is still really good. But I would listen to offers. You know, if you could, if Seattle or Minnesota or somebody like that is willing to give you a lot for Joe Thomas, I think you move on from him too. And he's the one guy they've held on to. And I understand why he's really good at a really important position. And you don't want your new quarterback just getting crushed, you know, play after play. But if you can turn him into valuable draft capital, uh, I'm all ears. Line's tough, though. I mean, it would be nice to add a young body here, a starter for the next three or four years, and you certainly have the money. TJ Lang, perhaps, somebody like that. But your guards aren't awful. There's not a lot of centers out there that get you excited. How about a Ricky Wagner pickup and then see if Sean Coleman could play the left tackle spot or make him a swing guy? Maybe, you know, I mean, if you could add a quality starting offensive lineman, preferably a tackle, yeah, I mean, I guess that makes sense just because you can right now and they don't grow on trees and it's one thing to check, you know, a box to check off, so to speak. I'm also curious, you know, what kind of receivers would they want? You know, I would think you'd want a bigger guy if you're in the receiver market and I would still be after Pryor. I mean, to me, I keep coming back to Pryor for them. So this offense has some things, but 
certainly needs a lot, and as is going to be the case here, it's all about draft picks, it's all about youth, it's all about the slow build, and that's the plan, it's been the plan from the start, it's going to be painful, uh, I said this time, I mean, going into last season, I thought the Browns had a really good chance to be 0-16, and and I wasn't far off, I think they'll be better this year, I think they'll be more active in free agency, and I don't think they'll be letting their guys walk basically on purpose for complimentary or supplementary picks. But you know, it's it's phase two now. It's phase two. So let's move to the defense. Progressive brings you flowetry with flow. When flow flows, she flows in the know. Mind ruminates the rates. Shown them all, I heed the call. Seeing the rest, I choose the best. Sometimes it's ours, sometimes it's not. When the fox walks, is it called a fox trot? That's a real question. Compare Progressive Direct rates with competitors' rates. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. The Brownies D. I think you can basically pencil in Miles Garrett as part of this group. With open arms, that's great. No problem there. I love Danny Shelton. I think he's one of the best players on this team that nobody talks about. High-quality nose tackle in his prime, playing really well. If Ogba and Nassib and who was the other dude they drafted? Schobert and Orchard a year ago. They all get bumped down the ladder in terms of pass rushers with the, you know, the addition of Garrett. So I think that's sort of interesting, you know, that they're okay. Especially Ogba. He's the one you like the most out of that group for sure. Um, You could use more big bodies though. I mean, of all their 300-pounder types, I would say Shelton's really the only one I like. Uh, Meter's okay. Xavier Cooper's okay. Thought he'd be more of an impact player. So they certainly should be in the market for 300-pounders, you know, for sure. I mean, just of all shapes and sizes. You know, Clayus Campbell. Ooh, I like I kind of like that. Now you're building something. Although he's an older dude. I mean, he doesn't really fit my mold, but it is intriguing. Put him next to Shelton and uh, you know, go from outside in, go Shelton, Campbell, Garrett. Ooh. But um, you know, and then the second level, you're pretty set now too with Kirksey and Collins. So I would say that's actually one spot you showed the Mario Davis, and you know, I mean there's I would say that's one spot that you don't have to address. I mean, your inside linebackers are set. You got big monies in one of them, and you look like you found a guy in Kirksey. So you're you're pretty good shape. And all in all, the front seven, with the addition of Miles Garrett, doesn't look like a liability. And they'll add more than him, of course. Secondary is another story. Can you get a draft pick for Hayden? Uh, somebody might be interested in a you know corner starved league, uh, but I don't think he's what he used to be. Yeah, you got Body Calhoun, you got Jamar Taylor. You know, you're you're light on corners, that's for sure. I mean, that is probably the number one priority on the defense, with the exception of once Garrett's in in place. Uh, I would think free agency would be a, a logical spot. Go get Kirkpatrick or somebody coming off the first contract that's a starter all day long that has ability. Safety certainly could be a, 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 an issue too. What if you got Church or Jefferson or uh, what's his face from the, the, the safety Huron from uh, New England? Is your deep guy? 
you know, right now you're looking at Campbell, Poyer, Reynolds, Powell. Ooh, I mean, their secondaries. You sit here and you stare at a depth chart like I am right now at our lads, and you go, man, their secondary is worse than I thought. I mean, it's it's, it's bad. And so that would be my major priority on defense. Again, once Garrett's in, in tow, add another pure D tackle type. I'm not even talking about a Shelton guy. I'm just talking about a 290 plus, you know, big body guys. You could use two or three of them, two of them. You could use everything in the secondary. I mean, basically the whole secondary needs to go. And if you can trade Hayden, I'm all ears on that. Uh, it would take a lot, but I would listen to trades for Thomas. And the offense needs more than a sprinkling everywhere. So, again, it's going to be a long year for the Browns. I mean, they very well could be picking first next year. Uh, they know that going into this whole process. But they do have a plan in place, and a lot of it is wrapped around losing and you know building quality draft equity. But if they can get their Car Cooper Mac in the next draft or two, and supplement it with you know some great players uh, or some quality free agents and a great pass rusher and Garrett. I mean that's not crazy talk to say that you can land that if you, you just got to hit on your picks. You know a guy like Corey Coleman needs to step up and show what he's capable of, which is a lot. But the one thing I what do want to say about the Browns though is I wish you know they had 14 draft picks last year, and I can't say I'm looking at that class going wow they got three or four dudes you know like. San Diego, you say, well, they got, they're not San Diego anymore. Chargers, they got Bosa, they got Henry. Those two will be starters for quite some time and maybe stars. Coleman might be that guy, but, you know, Ogba's okay, but he's certainly not Joey Bosa. You know, I mean, you would think with 14 draft picks and picking high and maneuvering around the board, a year later, you'd look at those 14 and say, seven of those guys should be with us, you know, at least the duration of their first contract and help us. And three of them look like franchise pieces. I can't say that's true. So, something to keep an eye out on. All right, that's going to wrap up the series. Tomorrow, I'm sure, we'll be talking about all the free agency buzz like crazy. All right, over and out.